0: and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started
1: welcome to a new podcast episode of the podcast of evolution regardless and today we're going to be continuing the talk about um last time's episode which was the manipulation tactics that abusers use so we uh, we stopped at number six and we're going to continue with number seven number seven is basically changing the subject to evade accountability any kind of topic that involves you calling them out for um, something bad that they did to you, any time you try to make them accountable and um, in hopes of uh, they actually take ownership of their uh, misdeeds and uh, the things that they did to you before any time that you try to call them out on that they will they will evade uh accountability and they will try to change the subject no matter how hard you try and it works for them because it helps them to um you know stop being caught red-handed so, uh, of course, I'm going to be inspired by the same website uh, of the last episode. So basically, they will reroute conversations to benefit them. Anytime you try to uh, direct the conversation towards um, maybe something of your interest, you try to talk to them about your goals, you know, something you want to do, something you want to achieve, a dream of yours anything that interests you they will try to redirect that conversation in a way that they will be the ones who benefit from that and they don't really care about you because they're narcissists and they're always gonna be self-centered and the thing that they focus on is themselves so don't uh, be surprised (laughs) If you find yourself in the middle of um, twists and turns of the conversation, always uh, getting back to them because they want to be the center of attention all the time, and uh, yeah, you will be caught up in there. These diversions work to derail discussions that challenge the status quo. If there's anything that narcissist believes in, it's something that is usually a status quo because, like we said. Uh, earlier in the previous episode, they usually have generalizations and blanket statements and any, any topic that, um, for example, as I mentioned before, uh, a topic about social justice becomes something totally obscure and they want to do this for their own benefit, clearly so obviously it's to derail these discussions that challenge the status quo usually nurses believe in the status quo and they like to think of things as rigid black and white as possible if anything if there's anything that challenges that status quo they will use this tactic of changing the subject to derail discussions basically. So what's the solution uh, to this? How can we deal with this kind of um, tactic? You can exercise the broken record method. (laughs) I like the the term here. You can use the broken record method and um, state facts without giving into their distractions. Uh, and clearly, you know, sometimes they will say things that you never said before. They will make you say things that you didn't actually come up with. And that's their way of making you believe that they're authentic and credible. But actually, remember your own words. Remember what you said. Remember... Uh, Every single word you said as it is and apply the broken record method If it takes just always say I never said that I never said that I never said that I never said that Hey, I never said that and if they keep trying to change uh, the statement that you said in a way that it changes the meaning You know you you can always go back to what you actually said because we human beings, and there's been studies about this, remember 90% of what we say and do. So obviously we're gonna remember what we said, or what we just said, which is even more recent, and um, obviously it's gonna be the same. So if you can just repeat what you said and in conviction, uh, you maintain uh, the the conversation as it is, and try to stop them from changing the subject, and actually uh, make them accountable. Say things like "That's not what I'm talking about." Over and over again, and insist upon it because. You have to make sure that you are, you know, maintaining the same topic you've been talking about. If you say something like, that's not what I said, or that's not what I'm talking about, here's what I mean. Uh, I said this because I mean this and not that. Things like that will keep you on the same track. And not really go through twists and turns that are absolutely unnecessary and they're gonna distract you over what the topic is mainly about. If they are not interested and spend your energy on something more constructive, wait a minute. If they're not interested, okay, obviously they're gonna be bored, they're gonna uh, roll their eyes, they're gonna try to find something to make you sound like a barking dog that's never going to stop barking so obviously they're going to do rude you know little microaggressions to show that they're not interested if they're not interested then spend your energy on something more constructive Like, not having to debate with someone whose mental age is that of a toddler. (laughs) You're literally speaking to someone whose mental age is so young and so immature that it's impossible to get along with them and to make them understand you. Okay, it's already difficult enough to start a conversation with them, let alone, you know, uh, drive them to the point where... uh, or what do we get them to be at so don't do that instead focus on something that's gonna um, that, that that's gonna consume your energy in a beneficial way that's not gonna harm you that's not gonna uh, drain you and suck your energy like a vampire okay something constructive something that is not uh, so tiring, clearly, obviously, and definitely. All right, so um, tactic, tactic, sorry, tactic number eight is covert and overt threats, and covert and overt are uh, antonyms. Covert meaning hidden, you know, implicit and overt means obvious, threats, so there are, you know, threats that are not so obvious that you can sometimes miss out on if you don't read between the lines so well, sometimes you don't really do that, it's too blurry for me to see, so I usually do not do that. But I'll try, and you know, I'll try to read between the lines, and I hope you, my listener, can read between the lines to see if there's any covert threat going on, or a little obvious in-your-face threat. Narcissistic abusers are threatened whenever their huge sense of entitlement, false sense of superiority, and grandiose sense of self are challenged. Remember how we said earlier that they are lazy intellectuals, because they have this huge, grandiose sense of self, over-inflated sense of intelligence, or beauty, or heroism, or whatever. Um, So, whenever that ego of theirs, whenever that delusion, or a sense of grandiosity that they have over themselves is challenged is defeated in some way they feel threatened and they feel like they are no longer the the person that the world wants to see anymore they feel like somebody has ruined that image that they have been trying to work so hard on and they're basically now threatened and so what happens is they're prone to punish you for not living up to their impossible to reach expectations. If you do that, if you ever dare to challenge their uh, overinflated sense of self and um, highly intelligent or beautiful uh, sense of self they're trying to portray to the world, you're going to be someone... Who is punished you're gonna be uh, censored you're gonna be grounded because you're not able to live up to their expectations and a specific definition of their expectations are like this article said impossible to reach expectations if you can never um, live up to their expectations. Who are you anymore? <laughs> I don't know you, dude. <laughs> so that's how they think of you. So, and yeah, and 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 it it's painful and it's absolutely uh, you know, it sucks you dry to have to deal with this kind of person if you ever dare to um Challenge their grandiosity and huge, important uh, sense of self that they're trying to, sh- uh, you know, polish and make shine to the world. Okay? You're gonna be overtly and/or covertly threatened. Rather than tackle disagreements or compromises maturely, in a a mature way, meaning like trying to figure out why you may disagree, trying to figure out what your arguments are, looking at the issue from your perspective perhaps, and then maybe seeing how your uh, point of view complements theirs. Instead of doing this in a mature way, in an adult-like discussion, they set out to divert you from your right to have your own identity and perspective by attempting to instill fear in you about the consequences of disagreeing or complying with their demands. So this is basically what they will do, among many other strategies that they use. If you to not, you know, execute their demands the way they wish or disagree with their statements and genius, they're gonna instill fear in you by either covertly or overtly threatening you and uh, telling you about the consequences of you ever disagreeing with them or complying with their demands. So they will basically threaten you because they will use that strategy to keep you submitting to their authority they will use that to keep you under their radar under their control and therefore you will not have a separate you know different and sovereign identity anymore um you're the person who is causing this fiasco therefore There's no reason for me, there's no reason for me why I should even forgive you or look at the issue from your perspective because you're challenging me and now you must, you must suffer the consequences of the things that I'm going to list on you and you're punished. That's the message they're trying to send. The solution to this would be if someone's reaction to you setting boundaries or having a deferring opinion of your own is to put you under submission, whether in a small threat or an exclusive plan of what they will do as a consequence, this is a red flag of someone who has a high degree of entitlement and has no plans of compromising. Someone who's highly entitled and someone who is highly Arrogant and has a huge sense of grandiosity and sense of self. Malignantly self-loving, they will want to put you under submission. And like, like this article said, it's a red flag. Who ha- of someone who has no plans of compromising? Imagine if you're in a romantic relationship with this kind of person. What do you expect from someone who? supposedly your partner actually never allows you to have your own opinions or have a decent human conversation where there is you know decent exchange of ideas and giving and taking all together in a peaceful way they don't do this so it's a huge red flag and it's unhealthy to have to stay with these people just because you love them. Take threats seriously. If they ever actually say something as serious as, I will keep haunting you for the rest of your life, or, or you'll never get away with this, or I don't know, something like, uh, I will be contacting your family all the time to see what's going on with you, or never see your children again or anything like that take them seriously and show them you mean business and report them whenever possible if they ever dare to do anything or you've heard of a rumor going on that they might actually do something report them take the initiative to report them and be safe and show them that you you mean business show them that you're serious as well because you're taking these threats seriously if they ever threaten you or your children, for example. For any reason. Because they want to put you under uh, submission and control. And that's their goal. They want to you know, be authoritative over someone's life. So if they uh, dare to say that they will not leave you alone just because they're capable of that, just because they can, show them that you mean business and show them that you're serious about this and report them if there's anything that is unusual that you noticed happen. Moving on, tactic number nine, name calling. This one is pretty interesting because when they attack you as a person, You know, remember the idea that we mentioned, they don't attack uh, ideas whenever there's some sort of a disagreement going on. They attack the person. So it's literally a destructive criticism and not really a constructive one because they're destroying the person. It's a personal attack and cruel and um, hurtful personal attack to the person instead of an attack towards the ideas being presented. So they will use something like name calling. Narcissists preemptively blow anything they perceive as a threat to their superiority out of proportion. If anything that destroys their uh, entitlement or grandiose sense of self in general, they will preemptively as a as as a beforehand strategy, you know, they will blow anything they perceive as a threat. Out of proportion, of course. In their world, only they can ever be right. And anyone who dares to say otherwise creates a narcissistic injury that results in narcissistic rage. Yeah, because you cannot be inside their brain, in their world, basically you're an alien to their world. If you ever dare to say that they're wrong in anything, you're just gonna cause a huge narcissistic injury, which is gonna cause a narcissistic rage. And guess what? You're dead. Name-calling is a quick and easy way to put you down, degrade you, and insult your intelligence, appearance, or behavior while invalidating your right to be a separate human being or person with a right to his or her perspective. Exactly. Um, They find it pretty easy and pretty feasible For them to humiliate you, to degrade you, and to make you feel pathetic. And uh, they might attack your behavior, your appearance, whatever it is you do daily, intelligence, etc. Because you just simply disagree. They don't look at you as a separate human being. They must look at you as some sort of an extension of themselves so that you feel... Uh, shitty about yourself. I mean, what the fuck. Name-calling can also be used to criticize your beliefs, opinions, and insight. Uh Do I have a further explanation of this? I mean, I think it's self-explanatory, right? <laughs> um, and let me be precise, they used to destructively criticize your beliefs, opinions, and insights over anything and any topic you want to mention. Rather than target your argument, they target you as a person, and this is uh, an emphasis of what they're trying to do. They target you as a person and seek to undermine your credibility and intelligence in any way they possibly can. See, because they're entitled and they're so into themselves that it's important for them to um destroy your credibility 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 credibil- why can't I say that word anymore credibility 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 yes got it <laughs> uh credibility and intelligence uh, because they they see themselves in their world and they're small brains that it's okay for them to do so because now you're invading their space here and you're destroying their little world so they destroy you as a person they're not destroying your ideas they're destroying you as a person uh and they do this by name calling you to undermine to ridicule trivialize and make fun of your credibility and intelligence and see and and so that you can see yourself as this stupid worthless human being in any way they can. Okay? They're fucking fucking pieces of shit these people. Uh, solution. Don't internalize it. Don't internalize their name calling. Don't suck it in. Don't swallow it. Don't taste it. Don't even digest it for the sake of this conversation or talk. Because if you do, you're going to have this huge, disturbing... you know, sickening soup. It's toxic. You're going to have this toxic soup of just feelings of guilt and shame and disgust and um, patheticness and worthlessness and just all these feelings dancing in your stomach basically. You don't want to do that. You don't want to have that. You don't want to accept and tolerate their personal attacks. Just don't internalize it. And something I mentioned here before, actually on my podcast, in the very initial episodes, is that use the observe and don't absorb method by Ross Rosenberg. And let me emphasize how great of a psycho therapist he is and a psychologist is amazing and he explains abuse in a very thorough and scientific way to stop that feeling of guilt and shame and disgust that you may feel whenever you're interacting with a toxic narcissistic person is to use a way that is kind of similar to gray rock but it's More say more self differentiating, and here I'm using the word coined by Jerry Wise. I recommend both. You can see, you can watch their YouTube channels and watch their videos, they're really informative and thorough. But Ross Rosenberg's way of saying it is to observe literally, use your eyes as the camera that is recording what's going on that it's you, you know seeing what's going on but not to absorb it you don't have to save it you can it's like a video that you can only record and then delete it the minute it's over you can just delete it and forget about it and throw it away it's just like that keep it short and don't internalize, don't save it in your long-term memory in your brain. Save it in your short-term memory and forget about it, delete it. Distract yourself with, any, with anything you can do is another tip that I'm offering here. You can distract yourself by just finding anything that is pleasing, that is peaceful, that you can do, where you can invest your energy in instead of suffering with a person whose mental age is that of a toddler, again, so, pro tip here, don't internalize this fucking shit, okay, moving on, tip number 10, I mean, strategy number 10 would be to, just, the destructive conditioning, and yes, 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 they do it so freaking frequently, The kind of conditioning that they get you to submit under is absolutely destructive. So let's go ahead and and elaborate further on this point. Toxic people condition you to associate your strengths, talents, and happy memories with abuse, frustration, and disrespect. How do they condition you? You may ask. You may talk about your strengths, talents happy memories you might want to share them with these people but then they just make this analogy of okay so this happy memory must be associated with abuse this talent must be associated with disrespect happiness must be uh associated with abuse see they work on conditioning you to to associate your positives with the with the negatives that they impose on you, and like I always mention, it's not just one time thing. It's a one time, two time, three time. It's a whole pattern of behavior, and they condition you thousands of times to get that uh, automatic subconscious uh, thing you know it becomes automatic it becomes something of your subconscious mind it's no longer something that your conscious mind can get rid of so it's something that your subconscious mind absorbs and then it's a part of you unfortunately and that's what causes PTSD. That's what causes post-traumatic stress disorder. Do they do this by sabotaging your goals, ruining celebrations, vacations, and holidays? No matter how happy you are when you're trying to share your goals with them, or you're trying to get them to give you tangible advice about how to achieve your goals, for example, or you want to spend a good vacation with them or you want to have good holidays together in a peaceful happy gathering all they do is find it uh you know enjoyable and something interesting to listen to i hope you this uh episode resonated with you the most important thing is uh for you to know how to resist this kind of abuse and to defend yourself Um, against this abuse and to live your life to the the fullest and to enjoy it as much as you can. I also advise you to listen to the Personal Bill of Rights uh, series that I have because they're extremely important and extremely protective of your uh, soul, mind, body and soul. So yeah, alright
0: so folks that's a wrap for this episode and as you can guess this is my goodbye speech uh just kidding i hope you found this episode enlightening to some degree you can always like comment favorite share and even subscribe to this podcast here on anchor fm or any other platform where you'll find my podcast available Like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, Radio Public, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. And recently, I've added my podcast in TuneIn as well as Red Circle. That's where you'll find my podcast also available. I'd also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee. If you have any topic suggestions, questions, some feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message and I'll take care of that. So to conclude, this was self-evolution regardless. I'm your host, Maram, and I will see you in the next episode.